On Overheard FM, this is Bill Quinn talking with you, and I'm also talking with Harry Manx, who, if I get my uh, geographical positioning right, is down in roughly around Frankston area. Is that right, Harry Manx? Yes, good morning, Bill. Yeah, I'm uh, actually in Melbourne at the moment, but uh, I'll be in Frankston tomorrow, yeah. Okay, and where have you come from last night? When was the last gig that you had? Oh, I was uh, out in Sale, playing at the theatre there, uh, that was a nice trip out there. I've been around the Melbourne area for a little bit. I think we've done about four shows in the area now. Okay. I'm going to come back and ask you a little bit about Australian audiences and specifically about Victoria. Um, are you going to get any chance to have a look at the glorious, uh, uh, I was going to say Wilson's Promontory, is that the right word? That promontory that leads down to Sorrento around Frankston. Do you get the chance to have a look at the place? Well, I, I'm not really sure, you know, I'm, I'm someone that uh, doesn't always know where they are, where they are at the moment, <laughs> I'm kind of led around, but, um, uh, you know, I, I've encountered nothing but beautiful landscapes everywhere I go, so I'll look forward to that one too. That's great. I can tell you that that area that stretches down from Melbourne and stretches around Port Phillip Bay down to Sorrento is just disgustingly gorgeous. So if you do get a chance oh, to, nice. yeah, if you get a chance to do the sound check and then go for a wander, you you do yourself a favour, as we say in this country. Now, <laughs> yeah. Harry, before we get right into the the guts of it, I do have to do my signature thing, which is to ask you a little trivia question. Uh, it's got nothing to do much with your music, but it'll just get you sort of you know your brain ticking over on the on first thing in a Monday morning. Now, what are we up to? Thursday morning. Let's call it Thursday. <laughs> so. <laughs> Harry Manx, for $27 million in a luxury island to live with your lovely wife and son and, and anybody else you care to take along with, I had for breakfast scrambled eggs and a cup of coffee. In the totality of those two things, I included some 100% pure Canadian maple syrup, I included some Keen's traditional curry, and I included two whole chilies. But of those things, maple syrup, Keen's curry, and chilies, what went into the eggs and what went into the coffee? <laughs> wow, I have to use my brain for this. You know, I'm not used, used to using my brain, so I, I run on intuition. But uh, I would say, you know, put maple syrup over the whole lot because we have so much of it in Canada. You don't need anything else. <laughs> Is that your final answer? You're going to lock that one in there, Harry, from Vancouver. <laughs> Okay, I'll tell you that you've lost, you haven't got the $27 million or the luxury island, but you've got the secondary no. prize, which is this lovely interview, and we'll tell you right at the no, end what went in what. So Harry, getting back to the music, uh, we mentioned uh, Victoria. I want to ask you a question. You've been to Australia quite a few times now. As you're travelling around, and last time I asked you about the difference between Blues Fest and the National Folk Festival, do you find that there's culturally or just reaction-wise a different way that maybe different audiences might react to you, say in Queensland as opposed to Victoria or wherever? Well, um, I, I think it's, it has more to do with smaller towns uh, versus larger towns because um, in the smaller towns, I'll get people that will come out uh, because they're not really sure what I'm doing exactly, but they're curious. And mm. then they'll, they'll be surprised and they'll enjoy it in a different way. But the cities... Uh, People are used to seeing a lot of interesting things, and uh, I'm another one of those interesting things that they like to see. <laughs> but uh, that being all, that being said, people still travel to the shows, like from faraway places. They mm. drive. When I was in Sale, that somebody had driven four hours, and uh, so they come from everywhere to get there. The music can be a bit of a pilgrimage for them. Mm. It's interesting you say that about Sale because if you tell a Northern Queenslander somebody. Uh, Travelled four hours, they would have said, "Yep, 
and what we do that for football every every weekend. <laughs> Now, Harry, the last time I literally spoke with you was four years ago when you were out for the National Folk Festival. Then you came back and did some shows, uh, and uh, you were there in the Canberra Southern Cross Club, which was just a beautiful, beautiful thing. What's happened, if you can sort of put it down to about a couple of minutes' worth, in the last four years for Harry Manx? Oh, so many things have happened. Uh, You know, I've travelled a lot in those years in Europe and Eastern Europe, and... uh, I've been back here a couple of times uh, for short tours, but um, I think the, some of the big life-changing things, you know, I, I went through a kind of a life-threatening illness, and oh, that, that's right. as an artist, you know, that, that really throws a spanner in the works, And but it also can inform your art, and so having come through that, I feel like uh, I've got a fresh beginning here, and uh, the music kind of reflects that too, it's got a new, a new bounce to it, and... Uh, okay. Things are looking sunnier, I can tell you that. <laughs> is it a case of a new perspective because when you were ill, you weren't doing the thing that sort of makes Harry Manx Harry Manx uh, for, for us as publics, is that you weren't out there doing music, you weren't recording, you weren't thinking about the next album. Was that was that a, like a bit of a shock to the system to get out of that routine? It is. You know, you, uh, you quickly become identified uh, with the work you do. I think that's true for a lot of us. And, uh, you know, my life was built around the and I had to take some time off and, and it's a good thing though mm. whenever something uh, whenever the unknown arrives it's always a good thing it brings it brings so many surprises and, and mm. uh, it, it changes it changed my perspective on life which is always a good thing you know it, it gets as you go through things it, it informs your your outlook on life and, and I felt all the effects of that mm. I'm just uh, picturing in my mind's eye, I'm thinking of a street in Vancouver somewhere and someone saying, oh, that's that Harry Manx, the guy that goes down to the market uh, every couple of days and has coffee. We used to have another one around and he used to make music. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, I, I did other things at the time. I, I live out on a, on a small island on the west coast of Canada. And I spent a lot of that time working in the garden and um, just doing uh, normal things around the house, which is... Uh, you know, it's a, it's a nice change from the, the other lifestyle I've had, which is, encounters a lot of people in a lot of places. Yeah. Just uh, to give you a corollary, I can never pronounce that correctly, a corollary from myself. I'm usually on the go and people know me as the person on the go, but I'll tell you what, I get my biggest revelations when I'm doing the housework. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a place, you know, you charge your batteries at home and it seems creativity arrives whenever there's enough relaxation and, uh, and time for that, you know, and it, it, it arrived for me too, definitely. Uh, in yes. that now, during that four years, there was the, um, first of all, the horrific story, but then it sort of segued into an amazingly wonderful story. And, and I've got a similar story to tell about one of your compatriots, compatriots, I don't know what yeah. accent that was, compatriots. Uh, that's the lovely yeah. Anne, Anne Freen from Edmonton. She had a, a sort of a nasty little thing happen and that segued into a beautiful story. Your Mohan Vina, your lovely uh, guitar got stolen off the carousel at a, uh, I think it was Chicago, if I remember rightly. Yes. And yeah. and then and then, well, you fill in the story. Tell us what happened. Well, yes, I went down to the luggage belt, and somebody had arrived there before me and, and uh, taken it. And so I went on to the show, feeling very bad, and I put a little note on Facebook, and uh, 
within two days, I had five and a half million people had had seen that posting and were actively searching for it and mm. trying to help me. And that put pressure on the police, and they they went and found it for me in two weeks. And they had it, and uh, I got it back. And I swear that it sounds better since it came back. I don't know what the fellow did to it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and there was such a great silver lining. You know, I got uh, we sold many downloads. People got to know my music. I got offers. Uh, it, the upside of it was way better than the downside. Oh, that's brilliant. Uh, the other thing about that was that. Um, uh, I remember seeing a YouTube clip. I think I might have seen two. I think one might have actually been in that awful interval before you, between you losing it and and getting it back. And there was just a. It was like somebody had just put you onto about five percent battery power. I could really, for me personally, I could infer a sort of lack of energy. But then when I saw yeah. the one which was just after, it was just yeah. t- twice in my life. Well, I've seen Harry Manx through YouTubes and everything, but twice in my life, I've really felt a massive energy from you. One was when I went yeah. up to you at the back of the National and said, hi, uh, Harry, my name's Bill, I'm from Artsound FM. And the other one was seeing that piece of YouTube clippage of you saying, I got her back. And that was just wonderful. <laughs> it was a great moment, and not only for me, for all the people following the story. I think a lot of people, it, they had their own stories which uh, this reminded them of, and, and it was a bit of a, you know, a resolution for them too. Yeah, that's fantastic, Harry. I promised you I was going to give you a little bit of uh, uh, a change out of the twenty minutes we had allotted. But before we do that, can you just tell us briefly where this trip takes you? Because it's got another, at least another month, and maybe a little bit more still to go, hasn't it? Yes, that's right. Well, between uh, Melbourne and Sydney, I think. Uh, we're not doing much now. We played all the way down here, but we're heading north from this point, and uh, we will come up through Bellingen and into Lismore uh, and, and uh, Malham and further north to uh, Brisbane. But also we'll be going out to Adelaide, Perth, up to Broome and Darwin, uh, pretty much getting around the country uh, with these 25 shows we're doing here. So it, it's, it's a really nice opportunity for me to meet a lot of people and, and see a lot of lovely places. It's going to capture a lot of hearts and minds because people in Broome and Darwin and Perth will love you, even if their thing is gangster hip hop. They're going to come out. And, <laughs> they're so going to come out and see you because you've made the time to come and see them. Yeah, I, I have a connection with a few uh, people like the Pig, Pigram Brothers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're they're wonderful guys, and and they were the ones that uh, got me up there the first time. So I have a connection with those guys, yeah. and uh, I meet people along the way that we have a lot in common. Yeah, I, I tell you now, they're going to give you the keys to the city over in Perth. There's no two ways about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, dear. I'll be playing there in, in Fremantle at the. Fly by night, I have a couple of shows there. Oh, we love Fremantle. Hello to everyone in Fremantle. Sorry about your football team this year, but there's always next season. <laughs> uh, Harry, I'm going to include all the links on this uh, on this little document. Can I ask you one little indulgence? Uh, when I spoke to your lovely agent, she was going to give me, and is still going to give me two complimentary tickets. Well, well I'm inferring yeah. it's going to be two. Now, I was fully prepared about an hour ago to give those to a lovely friend of mine who lives down in Dingley Village, which is not too far from Frankston. His name is Craig Coombs. Uh, he's been yeah. ill for many years, uh, and he's still battling on like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of days past his use-by date. So if you could just give a big shout-out to Craig Coombs at Dingley, that would just make his day. How, how am I spelling it, Greg? Uh, Coombs. 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 Coombs with a C O O M B E S. Coombs. Oh, yes, Greg 
Craig. All right. Craig I'll with the C. Craig, Craig with the C, like Craig. All with the C, yeah. yeah. Craig. Uh, Craig we, we, we prepared this beautifully beforehand. Not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will give a shout out. Go nuts. That, 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 that's no worries. Okay. Uh, no, oh, sorry. Sorry. Let me try that one again. If you could say good day to him now, because what's happened is I offered the tickets with, for, to him, but unfortunately he's a bit sick and he's also a bit out of town at the moment, so he can't go. Okay. So if you can just. He's in a little town called Dingley, but it's basically um, on the, that peninsula where Frankston is. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let me do this. Yeah, go. Okay, now what I want to do is uh, give a little shout out here to uh, a good mate, Craig Coombs, way down there in Dingley. I'm, uh, I'm sending a little shout out along because I'm not sure he'll make it to the show, but I want to say best to you. You're an absolute gentleman, Harry. So just to wind this all up, I'll tell you that the maple syrup went in the eggs the curry powder went in the eggs and then half of the tub of the curry powder ended up in the eggs because <laughs> I over-tipped. And a little thing I learned at a, a little festival called St Albans Folk Festival, which happens in uh, uh, late April up in uh, uh, St Albans, funnily enough, in uh, New South Wales, uh, a very nice Colombian man said, oh, do you want to wake up? My friend, I take the chili and I push it into the thing when you put the coffee in and then the water, it comes through the coffee, through the chili. That will wake you up, my friend. And it did. <laughs> That's how they stay so fiery, I guess. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> Harry, it's been an absolute pleasure as always. Uh, looking forward to seeing you probably in Brisbane, I'm going to guess, uh, but somewhere along yeah. a dusty road. Thank you so much for joining us today and have best a great tour. All the best to you. Thanks for having me on the show.